Good morning, everybody. Justin Ward Podcast, Episode 5. A um, little bit of chaos in college basketball last night. Stephen F. Austin went to Duke and beat Duke. Um, I'm not shocked by this. I don't think it's going to change anything in, in this season in college basketball. I think Duke is probably still a, a, a powerhouse. Um, you know, stuff like that happens in basketball, and, and I think more so in basketball than any other sport because, uh, you know, you can just have five guys out there on the court that are extremely hot and, and, and win on any given day. Uh, it does make me feel a lot better being a Texas Tech fan that, that uh, you know, Duke is is struggling as well. Kentucky is struggling, and, and Tech is, is consistently winning by 20 or more points. So that does make me feel good as a Tech fan about uh, where they stand. Obviously, the AP is not going to give Tech the recognition that they deserve because um, – they they hate tech for whatever reason um so yeah that happened in college basketball you know shock to everybody not so much a shock to me i think we see duke slip down maybe two or three spots and then they end up regaining that number one ranking back eventually um a couple other things to touch on uh scrolling through the news last night i found out that uh barstool sports was in line to sponsor a bowl game this year which would have been really, really cool because Barstool is really cool. Um, what's not cool is that ESPN actually killed that that from happening. They stopped it from happening. Uh, ESPN, anytime Barstool gains any traction in the sports world, ESPN comes in and they, they squash them like the cockroach they are. Um, but Dave Portnoy did say it's only a matter of time until we get a bowl, and I do believe that. I think if you uh, – Portnoy is the kind of guy that if you – if you piss him off, he's gonna he's not gonna stop until he wins. And uh I think I think Barcelona eventually gets a bowl and that's gonna be really freaking cool. <laughs> um Antonio Brown's still not signed. I think that uh, you know, that's his own doing, but I have noticed that he's been working out with Terrell Owens lately, and I think that's just a marriage made in heaven. Um and Terrell Owens has zero percent body fat still to this day. That blows my mind. Um. Yeah, AB the the dude the dude is so good. As a Cowboys fan, I wish the Cowboys would pick him up. Um, he still has a lot of skill. He's he's just wasting the prime of his career sitting at home working out with Terrell Owens. Probably not the guy you want to be with whenever you're being investigated for sexual assault and and you know, uh, the NFL is is shaming you for your antics on the field and and off the field and and things like that. You probably want to surround yourself with someone that doesn't have a similar past. Um, speaking of controversy, the MLB is uh, investigating Sam Dyson for the pitcher for the Twins for a domestic violence charge. I don't know what it is with pitchers and domestic violence. They they like it. Um, MLB free agency, specifically the Yankees. I haven't talked about the Yankees a lot. I am a big Yankees fan. It's just the offseason, and there's been no uh, nothing going on in Yankee land. However, uh, Meredith Morakovitz did interview Hal Steinbrenner yesterday, and she uh, tried to press him pretty hard about starting pitching Steven Strasburg, Garrett Cole. Hal Steinbrenner refused to say the words Strasburg or Cole. He refused to uh, give up anything. I don't know why he gave the interview. It was kind of stupid. Um, I think he's a stupid. Uh, I'm not going to say stupid person. I think Hal Steinbrenner is a genius, but I think he is. Um, he's just not good for the Yankees. I don't think he he has the, the Yankees' best interest in mind. He looks at that bottom dollar, and um, you know, 
he doesn't take risk. And I, and I think that it's going to hurt the Yankees for a lot of years to come. I've said it before. I wish I wish Hank was running the team and not Hal because when Hank was when Hank was actually involved, you know that was that was when they were signing big free agents and spending money. Um, speaking of baseball, I mean the Astros, they got caught fucking cheating. They, you know, I mean everybody and their dog heard about this. What the fuck's going on with that? I mean, are we are we gonna get some resolution out of this? I mean, it happened. It's. I think that they ought. In my opinion, take away the World Series, take away the 2017 World Series, give it to the Dodgers, because you can definitively prove that they were cheating in that World Series. You can prove it. And so, in my opinion, that World Series, I believe, went seven games. Uh, Could have went either way, even with the Astros cheating. Take the World Series away. Give them a postseason ban for two years. Take away their draft picks for two years, and um, and call it good. There's no reason that they should be rewarded with that World Series because they cheated to get it. Um, I don't know. It's 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 stupid comical to me. Uh, you can literally go on YouTube, type in any Houston Astros game from 2017 to 2019, and find you can find something. And it's it, it was so obvious. How did we miss it? How did MLB miss it? Um, you know, and then just backtracking on all the things that that. Alex Bregman said and Justin Verlander said throughout the season when every time they were accused of cheating mostly by the Yankees you know and, and as a Yankees fan I was upset that the Yankees were were kind of it kind of felt like they were making excuses uh by accusing the Astros of cheating um but they weren't they actually saw something and the, the Yankees are are notorious whistleblowers they catch stuff like that they caught the the Red Sox in 2018 um and and they reported that to Major League Baseball um Red Sox got fined for that so um you know, kudos to the Yankees for figuring that out. But I want some resolution in the Houston Astros scandal. It's we, we something's got to happen. It's got to be big. They MLB keeps telling us that it's going to be big. It's got to be big. Um, going back to college football, Greg Schiano and and Rutgers, we're gonna we're gonna try and make that work again. Um, I don't know if if you're listening. If I don't, I don't even know if anybody fucking listens to this. But Schiano. When he was at Rutgers, he kind of made them a powerhouse, and it was really kind of cool to watch him grow that program. And it got and it, and it took him a lot of places. It got him a lot of good jobs, the Tampa Bay job and things like that. Um, when I saw that that Rutgers was trying to to mend that relationship, I thought that's pretty neat because he he can kind of finish what he started with Rutgers and and maybe make them a a power quote unquote powerhouse again. I mean, this guy was competing with with SEC teams. I mean, he had Rutgers. You know, I mean, he he built that program. Uh, Ray Rice days, you know, uh, Rutgers was good. Um, but Rutgers offered him eight years, $32 million. That's, I mean, you got to give the guy more money. He's a, he's an NFL pedigree now, head coach, and, and he rejected their offer, rightfully so. I mean, eight years, $32 million, you got to give the guy more money. He's he's a guy that's going to come in and, and, and rebuild your program. He's going to make your program you know he's gonna take you to bowl games. He's he's kind of like a like a, a Mike Leach type. You know what he you know what he's gonna give you. He's gonna give you six to eight wins every single year. So um, whoever can land Shiano in college football, I think unless it's an SEC team, I think they they got a winner. Um, moving on back, let's go uh, let's go back to um, college basketball. Uh, we got Texas Tech and Iowa coming up tomorrow. 
I'm pumped for it. It's going to be in Vegas. Uh, Iowa is obviously four and one. Texas Tech is four and zero. Oh. I don't know a lot about Iowa basketball. Um, I imagine it's just a lot of like seven foot white dudes that can like that don't dunk. They just like lay the ball up, fundamentally shoot, and um, you know, you know, jump shot team. Um, that's what I imagine Iowa basketball being like. So uh, yeah, it'll be fun to watch that. Uh, I love Texas Tech basketball. I love watching teams play defense. I, I, they're about the only team left that plays defense, unless you're talking about Wisconsin or Virginia. Um, the fuck Virginia. Um, and, you know, uh, also wanted to give a preview of the Cowboys and Bills game, which I am pretty excited about because I got my Jalen Smith jersey in yesterday. And uh, I just – I love – Jalen Smith, I think he's think he's the best linebacker in football, and and uh, I wanted to go ahead and get my preview on that. Um, it's gonna be a good game. I think that uh, I think that man, that's a tough one to even sit here and talk about because the Bills are eight and three, but they're they're the flukiest eight and three I've ever seen in my life, and the Cowboys are the worst six and five team I've ever seen in my life. Uh, somehow they're still first in the NFC East. Everyone's saying Zeke's having a a down year, but the dude's still, I mean, he's going to hit 1,000 yards rushing in this game. He's averaging 4.27 yards a carry, um, seven touchdowns. I'm not seeing the drop-off. I mean, I don't know what, he's not catching the ball to the backfield as much, but they're not throwing it to him out of the backfield as much. Kellen Moore likes to push the ball down the field and and call stupid plays. So, um, you know, Dak's having a career year too. Josh Allen is not that good. His his QB rating is 85.9. Um, he finds ways to win though. And he, he oddly is, is a scrambling quarterback. Um, I think Amari Cooper is going to have a big freaking day. Uh, just because traditionally when Amari has a bad game, he follows it up with a stellar game, usually a 200 yard game. Uh, he's done that a couple times. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I, hmm, I have the Cowboys, um, winning this one. I think the defense pulls it together. I think um I think the Cowboys win this one 35 to 21. So, I'm probably going to be wrong now that I actually predicted that. Um but fuck it. Um Oh, I was wrong. Texas Tech basketball is 5 and 0. They're ranked number 12. So, that's that's pretty much all I have um you know, like I said, I don't really want to get into uh, to NBA basketball just because of political reasons. But um, but I'm just I'm I'm watching these highlights of the Stephen F. Austin. I mean, those guys were were static. Coach K, he's Coach K. I can't tell if he's arrogant. Um, he gives he gave Tech a lot of respect last year when they played him, and um, and it kind of made me like the guy. But he's he's kind of got an arrogance to him, and and rightfully so. I mean, he's probably the best coach in uh in college basketball history maybe even maybe even basketball history ever um college football ohio state takes over the number one spot from lsu how in the fuck did that happen um who the fuck is ohio state played number one they haven't played anybody uh what a dumpster fire i've i've got to look up ohio state's schedule because I got to see who they played. I have no fucking idea. I mean, the Big Ten is just is shit. Okay, so they beat who? Let's see, Florida Atlantic. Fucking quality win there, huh? 
Um, Cincinnati, Indiana, Miami of Ohio, which they might be better than Miami. Um, Nebraska, which Nebraska is not your, you know, your grandpa's Nebraska. Michigan State, not very good this year or last year. They're they're in the process of rebuilding. Northwestern, God, man, that was a that's a quality win. That's one you want to pin up on the wall, right? The only, here here's a here's a quality win. Wisconsin, there you go. Maryland, Rutgers, uh, Penn State, which Penn State lost to Minnesota. So I don't know. I mean, do, do we know much about Penn State? I mean, did, they're going to play Michigan, and Michigan's going to fucking beat them. That's what's going to happen, and I'm calling it now. I have Michigan, um, twenty-one to ten. Uh, yeah. Let's look at LSU schedule. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure they played four top ten teams. Uh, okay, so you they kicked off the season against BYU um, in Death Valley. They were ranked number eighteen, and they shut them out. Chattanooga. That's a nobody. They beat him 45 to 10. Georgia Southern, nobody. And then they played a top 10 team in Texas. Number nine, Texas. Um, they, they beat him 45 to 38 pretty handily. The score shows close. It wasn't close. Northwestern State, Vanderbilt, Utah State. Okay, here's the stretch of the schedule where it gets really freaking hard for them. Florida, Mississippi State, Auburn, Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas. Then they got Texas A&M, and then they've got Georgia. Um, and then they have the SEC championship game, which they're going to play another top 10 team. I mean, how can you possibly put Ohio State over LSU? I, I mean, L- this LSU team might be the, the best college football team I've ever seen, ever. Um, they do everything right. They don't have weak positions. They don't have, they don't have, they don't have weak spots. They have the best quarterback in college football. They might have the best running back in college football when he's at his peak. They might have the best receiving core in college football outside of Alabama, which they beat Alabama. Um, definitely have the best secondary. Uh, definitely have the best D-line. Their special teams is outstanding. They have an excellent excellent home field advantage. Um, the only reason that I could think that the, the college football playoff committee would want to put them at number two is just because they plan on putting Alabama at number four. And they want to avoid having a rematch of LSU, LSU Alabama in the first round. They would rather have that in the national championship. That's that's how they that's how that's how the college football playoff committee works. It's stupid, but there's nothing we can do about it. Um, and that that that's all I got for for episode number five. Um, I won't be back until uh, after Thanksgiving. So, yep, we will uh, we'll talk to you guys after Thanksgiving. Thanks.